Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who's just bouncing off the walls, Rob. A boing boing, hello. Yeah, today we're talking about um, someone who uh, Rob likes a lot. Speedball. I do, yes. Yeah. And not just because I love cocaine. No, no, it's, uh, oh, there's, there's a... There's one of uh, Wolverine's uh, panels is starting to float around where, like, it's just him on the roof shirtless yelling cocaine. <laughs> <It's just funny. laughs> but yeah, uh, you know that. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about Speedball, uh, who some will know um, if you were reading comics in the 2005s. Uh, Penance, you know, the real cool one who, is, who has an Iron Maiden around him. And he yeah, to feel uh... pain. <laughs> Uh, old people like me will remember him from uh, the New Warriors. Yeah, yeah, not the like disastrous one that they canceled as soon as everyone like from everywhere uh, dunked on it so bad. Well, yeah, um, but uh, uh, but yeah, he's uh, one of the founding members of the New Warriors, and uh, his name is uh, Robert Baldwin. That's right. Uh, he's um, he's, and- he's the, he's the uh, hidden fifth Baldwin brother. Yeah. Yeah. He, the. Uh, his, his mask can't conceal that he's always talking like this. Yeah. Well, there's also, uh, also his, uh, su- I'm gonna be real honest, I don't like his suit that much. I mean, it, it, it's okay. It says that, you know, I'm a guy and I, you know, I, I bounce like a, like a bouncy ball. Yeah, I mean, it says that, but also, like, it's just, it's a little busy. I don't know. There's a lot, a lot of busyness. Yeah, I mean, but, a lot of little but, lines on it. Yeah, that, that's it. I think if it was just, like, solid color or something mm-hmm. like that, I'd be a little bit more okay with it. But, but yeah, he's wearing like a bodysuit with a again a cowl I don't like, um, mm-hmm. and his gloves, belt, cowl, and boots have like squigglies all over it, and his powers manifest as like glowing, like multicolored, uh, like little balls around him, and he uh, bounces around. Mm-hmm. Um, now, <clears throat> did he did he look at the thing before he created this suit? Well, the thing is the suit. Uh was formed by his the accident that gave him his power. Okay. Because like because like really if you think about it, it looks like if the thing was like because it's like orange with like squiggles of the like the busy parts. And it looks like the thing was in like a bodysuit and just decided to like cut pieces out of it. But but yeah. Um but yeah, so Robert Barwin, he is a student. His identity is secret. Um, he's a citizen of the United States with no criminal record, still a minor, uh, no other aliases. He was born in Springdale. Eventually, I think they'd, they'd say that was Springdale, Connecticut, making him possibly Connecticut's greatest hero. Was he the, was he the person who was on the, uh, remember when they had that, uh, thing I don't think he was because 56? he was never actually an Avenger. Okay. No. But, I mean, I got the best one anyway, because it's uh, Cannonball, uh, who is uh, the best boy, and he is from Kentucky, so... Uh, apparently it was the Black Widow, for reasons unknown. Okay, okay, I have a lot of problems with that. Sometimes they just didn't have a guy from the right state. 
you know, but the bl- the Black Widow is a foreign national. It's very she her whole thing is her being Russian. There are only so many <laughs> Avengers. Is there really? Is there really so many Avengers? I mean, you got to get the big ones on there. Okay, yeah, I guess, but like, just do it around the world then. At that point, like, but whatever. I'm just, yeah. They they should have they should have just made one up. Be like, yeah, this is what he's from Connecticut, isn't he? Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, did I ever? Did I don't know if I said this on this podcast before, but for the longest time, I thought the X Men were based out of Connecticut for some reason. That is weird. No, I don't. I thought it was Winchester County, like Connecticut. I don't know why. It makes no sense in my head. But but yeah. So we'll we're, we're getting back to it. But um, so he's single. Uh huh. Known relatives is his uh, mother, Justin Baldwin, uh, Baldwin, and his uh, his father, and then his mother, Madeline Nyler, and uh, he apparently his base of operations is Springdale, Connecticut, and why is he in New York? Okay, I mean, whatever. He, well, in in the New Warriors, he actually used to commute. Oh, that's cute. Okay, and, um, and generally he has to like he has to like rebound against an, an equal force of kinetic energy. So he would like jump in front of a train and then bounce to New York. That's cute. Okay, no, I <laughs> that is that's pretty cute. But uh, yeah, he first showed up in the uh, Amazing Spider-Man Annual Issue Number Twenty Two in September nineteen eighty eight. Another war- oh, another Evolutionary War crossover. Yeah, uh, we are in. Apparently, Acts of Vengeance and Revolutionary War period around this time, I want to say. Yeah, because we, we get Acts of Vengeance and Evolutionary War mentioned a lot. Um, uh, but yeah, the war, uh, the drug war rages. And uh, this is, a, I think, a pretty good cover for an intro for someone. Um, first off, it's a supersize annual. That's cool. Uh, and you have, uh, you have uh, some, again, some cover copy, which I love. Uh, guest starring Daredevil, the man without fear, and Daredevil is just like, huh? Uh, looking at, um, looking at Speedball. Well, the crazy and- thing is, he's not looking at him. So because he's blind, he's just hearing a bunch of weird bouncy noise. Like, what the hell is oh, going yeah, he's on over there? It. Yeah, he's he's looking at the thing, like, what's going on here? I don't did know what's going on. Did someone overturn and, uh, a truck full of Super Balls? Yeah, and they have a Spider Man swinging. And you know what? Good, good, good uh, news. Uh, he moved out of the way because you know what? Enter Speedball, the masked Marvel. Move and, over, Spidey. Yeah, move over. Uh, and he's like, uh, he's kind of, kind of front and center. It's nice and kinetic. Um, the perspective is a little wonky, but you know, it's fun. I need to stop looking at the perspective on these covers because they always get worse the more I look at it. But. But yeah, I think it's a pretty good cover. Maybe it should have shown up in a less bad crossover event, but, you know. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we did get a whole series later, so, well, oh. that he was in. Oh, well, um, and interestingly, that series was uh, formed by somebody going through the Marvel handbooks. That is cool. Like, they, I guess, uh, I think it was Tom DeFalco just, like, paged through the handbooks and looked for, like, teenage characters who nobody was using. And formed mid the New Warriors, who first appeared during Acts of Vengeance. See, yeah, it's uh, there's that's uh, that's nice. I, I'll need to like, I a lot of people talk about the New Warriors. I have only read the one that had uh, uh Scarlet Spider in it. 
Yeah, that comes quite a bit later, but a fair bit of the yeah. original series is up on Unlimited. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually get like rid rid of my blind spots and, and like, also I feel like New Wars and also entirely on Marvel Unlimited, which I think is worth reading. Uh, the entirety of the Speedball solo series from the '80s. Yes, he did have a solo series, which uh, uh, drawn entirely by Steve Ditko, and it's super weird and Ditko-y, and it's fun. I definitely need to look at that. I like Ditko's art when he is into it. Um, so, um, yeah, so Robbie Baldwin was a student at Springdale High School who was also held a part-time job at Hammond's Research Laboratory. One day after finishing his work of cleaning the lab, Baldwin decided to sneak into another laboratory where scientists were working on an experiment to tap into some unknown energy source. Donning goggles, Baldwin entered the laboratory watching the experiment. After a short time, the experiment began to go awry, and the scientists decided to deactivate the generator, which was tapping into that energy. They could not stop the energy flow, and and a rupture, it, uh, an eruption and its stream caused energies to bombard the room. The scientists fled, but both Baldwin and his pet cat was bombarded by the mysterious energy. That I have a question. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Okay. This cat Niels. Uh, does it go by Hairball in the uh, yes, adventures? Yes. Okay, Hairball. Love both of them. Great. There. You know what? Happy go lucky. Why was this cat in? The- what was cat there? It, it was like the lab cat. Yeah, but it says, but it says his, but it says his pet cat though. I think that is an error. He is that is not his cat. Okay, then why did say okay? Because if it was the lab cat, that's totally different than his pet cat. Yeah. No. Also, was- okay. Sorry. Another question. Labs need to be in a certain order. Uh huh. And you know, impurities might not be there. Yes. You know, a, a cat would mess with that a lot. That is kind of the whole deal with the cat. He's like a pesky lab cat. Okay, well, I love Niels, so yeah. That was going to be my cat's name before I realized that he was a ball of rage. Ah. So, which is why he's named Dexstar, because he's, uh, you know, named right. after the best best DC character. Uh-huh. Um, well, is he? The, nope, yeah, best DC character. Um, I will put almost every cat above. Mm, I don't know. Static Shock is there. But never mind. I'm not going to go through my DC list. Um, but. But yeah, so a pet cat, Niels, was bombarded by mysterious energy. And they also both got the same powers. Surprise, surprise. Um, running to the bathroom, Bardwin looked at the mirror and saw that he was now wearing a costume and mask. Furthermore, he was covered in mysterious light bubbles that caused a strange side effect from the uh, energy that was caused because of the uh, strange side effect from the energy. Uh, confused, he went up to the roof of Hammond's laboratory building. At the moment, a gang of masked Criminals uh, also climbed onto the roof of Heyman's laboratory building, intent on stealing a shipment of rare metals, which were recently delivered there. Encountering Baldwin, one of the thugs struck him with the butt of his pistol, accidentally knocking him off the roof. While falling, Baldwin became surrounded by his energy bubbles, and he was. And when he struck the ground, he bounced off, bounced off of it, and was propelled back onto the roof, unhurt by the fall. Baldwin bounced into the thugs, knocking them down. And the thugs attempt when the thugs attempted to punch Baldwin and swing uh, and swing him into the walls, but these attacks only made him bounce harder and eluded their grasp. Um hearing approaching sound of police cars, the thugs uh fled and escaped in their van soon, though the van was made a wrong turn and toppled over, killing the thugs. 
Okay, cool. You know, this felt like very Silver Agey and, uh, you know, kid-friendly I mean, for it, a moment. But. It, it was sort of a very Silver Age kind of throwback, weird, his yeah. solo series. It very much feels like that. Um, <clears throat> uh, meanwhile, Baldwin, now inactive, uh, char- changed back to his normal self. And in the next ru- a few weeks, he learned how to better control his powers while fighting such criminals, such as the Basher, the Two-Legged Rat, the Bonehead Gang, and the Sticker. Uh, Baldwin currently continues to fight crime in Springdale. And, oh, well, he's also a minor. Crap. Okay. He's a minor. He's 5'6", weighs, weighs 330, has blue eyes, blonde hair. He's as tall as me. Oh. So. Yeah, I know, but he's a kid. So he he grew up and turned into a big boy. <laughs> but um he does, you know, moderate exercise. Um and he possesses his superhuman ability to create a force field of unknown energy around him which absorbs all kinetic energy directed towards him and reflect it back to whichever object he is in contact with, an even greater force. Thus, if he struck against the wall, he would travel at a greater velocity in the opposite direction. At this point, Speedball has limited control over his powers, can sometimes affect the direction he travels with a slight degree. While bouncing, he is immune to any type of bodily harm caused by physical contact. He he's not invincible when bouncing. Yeah. That's I I'm I'm very proud of that for some reason. Oh <laughs> um speed uh, Speedball's powers activate automatically when anything greater than the smallest physical contact occurs. For example, the contact of his feet against the ground when he walks will not activate the power, but a jump as from as little as two feet off the ground would. I'm assuming he gets greater control over that power later? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's what I figure. But, yeah. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of them on him right now because it's 89 and he came out in 88. So, so yeah, but no, very Silver Age. That kind of reminds me of, uh, for whatever reason, it reminds me of like how uh, Kid Flash's uh, origin story was. He he went up to, he was talking to Barry Allen and was just like, "Hey, you're the Flash. How'd you get your powers?" And then the same thing happened when he was recreating what happened, and then he just cut the powers of Kid Flash. So you know, it reminds me of that. It's very Silver Agey, and I you know appreciate that. Um, I don't know. What do you have any? Do you, uh, what? What? What do you want to say about him? Because we're not going to be talking about him for a while. No, I mean I, I'm a speedball fan. I uh, you know he was the uh, the goofball of the uh, New Warriors. I uh, you know I I always enjoyed him. I uh, and you know often uh, artists found you know uh, visually inventive ways to use his uh, his bouncy powers. Are you telling me Night Thrasher wasn't the goofball? Uh definitely not. No. Okay. He's, He's like uh, the Punisher mixed with Batman mixed with a skateboard. I know. I I just love that there's... I love that, like, close... Okay, the weird thing, the thing that uh, was a little weird talking about skateboards is I was expecting... Because I didn't really... I don't really didn't really know much about Rocket Racer before reading his entry. And I thought, hey, he's a guy on a skateboard. Of course he'd be, like, you know, in the 80s or something. No. In the middle of the 70s. Like, they're just really predicted, like, how popular that would be. Um, isn't there also another person who showed up in Estatics that has, like, a psychic connection to uh, a skateboard? El, El Guapo. Yeah, oh, he got his legs cut off, didn't he? Yes, he did. And okay. then he was impaled on his own skateboard. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, um, that was a tragic death. Yes. But, 
I don't know. Uh, it, Next Addicts is pretty good. People should read it. It's uh, Mark, uh, uh, Mike Allred, you know? Yes. Draws, draws it. It's real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, Mike Allred has one of my favorite drawings of Spider-Man. I think Mike Allred has one of my favorite Spider-Mans. Yeah. I love the way he draws it. But mm. yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to pad this out a little bit, even though I don't need to. So uh, what do you have to plug? All right. So I'm on the Marvel research team. We do handbooks and uh, various other research pro- uh, projects for Marvel. I'm also on the uh, Stasis Pod Transformers podcast. We're currently going episode by episode through Transformers Rescue Bots. Yeah. Um, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called where me and my friend uh, Daniel talk about Riverdale ep- episode by episode. Um, so, uh, yeah, this has been Alphabet Flight. It may contribute protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Good night. <laughs>